Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you ready, darling? Steady. Are you ready? Are you ready? What's going on? So, okay, I guess that just happened. Um, have you seen the cat in the grass across the road? Oh, which one? The black and white one? It's not oh, the other big white. ginger one. No. Oh, it's a different one. It's a... Uh, Grey, mousy, looking one. No, but I wish it was. It proper oh, looks nice like ass bitch. It proper looks like a lion in the grass. Because right, okay, hi guys. Basically, there's a bit of grass that grows opposite uh, where where we live, and there's a cat in there that always hangs around, and it looks like a little mini lion, you know, in the wilderness. And I always think of David Attenborough whenever I see it. I'm like. The beast is within the grass. <laughs> You're a mess. Feline friends. They can grow up to 50 centimetres in length. I hope y'all can hear us. Hello, everyone. Um, this is different recording equipment. We're going to play around with a lot of different re- recording equipment at the moment. You're welcome. Oh my God, look at the lines. It's like, <laughs> Well, welcome to the You Don't Love Me... <laughs> Honestly, you are one hell of a broken gay, honestly. <laughs> Guys, I wish you could see the fucking flailing dance moves that he was doing. Oh my god, oh, I hurt myself. Did you? Yeah, yeah. yeah bitch, you're no longer 19. <laughs> Gotta do them stretches before you dance to Ariana. Oh my god, it's a bop. I'm gonna sing it to you. You ain't my boyfriend, boyfriend. boyfriend. Um, yeah, I so... girlfriend, girlfriend. Welcome, <laughs> which is truth. Welcome everyone <laughs> to the You Don't Love Me podcast. Welcome. We are live-ish from your mum's studios. Your fucking mum. And uh, yeah, we've had some enhancements to the uh, production. <laughs> really? Well, they're not enhancements, our microphones weren't working, so we're using a different system. So please do give us your positive feedback if you have anything negative. Give a shit. What? I don't know. <laughs> what is wrong with you? What is I'm buzzing this morning. What is wrong with you? There's two things that you love doing is talking shit and interrupting me. I know. This is my podcast. Our podcast. <laughs> I'm only joking. Wow. Um, like when it was your wedding. <laughs> and when it was your engagement. So basically, right, guys, we have this thing where, like, we try and be really nice and inclusive and, like, I love and accept each other. But sometimes the selfish person within us keeps snapping. And obviously, I always wanted to get married ever since I was a little girl. And uh, did I say girl? I was a boy. Um, no, basically, 
And what happened was, Amir was like, I, I once said, I said, oh, yeah, this is when we were in, planning our engagement party. And I said, oh, it's, um, you know, my engagement party and I can't wait to do this. And Amir gave this massive speech of, it should be for both of us if you said this and you don't care about me. And then we were with our <laughs> friends and Amir went, I don't give a shit. That bitch isn't coming. It's my engagement. <laughs> Our engagement. <laughs> so that has just become a running joke between us. But during, for the wedding, you said, it's my wedding, my wedding. But then for your birthday, I accidentally like, I'm about our birthday. Yeah, yeah. So we always do this. We just step so, on each other's um, toes. A few things. I just want to say a few thank yous. We've got some new reviews. Oh, babe. On Apple Podcasts. Bear with me then. Let me just get the Oscar music. Oh my God, why? Because you do have a tendency to go on. Well, I'm done now. No, I'm done. I'm not going on. Fuck you. That's all the time we have, folks. <laughs> okay, so take care. Thank Bye. you to I don't know uh, Simrab Rabs, whatever. Simrabs. Simrabs. Thank you. They said they love what we created, and it's a morning ritual listening to us. This work. is right. So right. Work, work. Come holler at us. Tweet us. Insta us. Show who you are. Yeah. This is this is a re um, hello. Welcome again, everyone. <laughs> and do you know what? If you're those people who are like getting ready and like going to work, Karen from finance, you know, Shaquilla, putting on your clothes, we Susie, love, Susie running in and out. You've got three kids, but you need a bit of humor. We are there for you. And do you know what? Susie, Karen, Shabab, we're proud of you. <laughs> Bushra from Bradford. Br- Bradford Bushra, mm, you could do better. But, you know, we're, we're really proud of you and we're there for you and we support what you do. I stand. Providing it's within legal boundaries. But, you know, um, yeah, we love you. And uh, it's really nice to hear that. Uh, in fact, several people have said that, that they listen to us in the morning yeah, and once you're getting ready and morning. stuff. Morning. So. Or if you might be in a car, you might be driving somewhere to a business meeting and you're like... <laughs> I love how you keep it like... Full realness right now. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, this is exactly what's happening. Karen from finance is driving in the car Mm. and she's going to a business meeting. What I'm trying to say is, people, we are in your head. (laughs) I know where you all are. And um, can we go to the next person? Yeah. Um, The native immigrants said we've got an amazing podcast with banter, insightful opinions and great chemistry. Ooh. And they've got an amazing podcast too. I love, love, love their podcast. Is it good? Um, you haven't listened to it, have you? No. I just wanted to say, like, you know, start beef, I feel. Um, I've like, listened, and I like, think it's amazing. I'm so famous, I don't he's even a dickhead. know anyone. He's a, he's a dickhead. No. Um, and, um, are they the ones who gave us a review? Yeah. <gasps> oh. Well, that's what I'm reading, you idiot. Oh, sorry, I didn't know what was happening. He, uh, they are so lovely. They're so, so lovely. You listened to that one podcast Yeah, guys, we, I, uh, uh, we heard your review and honestly, it was so heartfelt and so sweet and you guys were so nice about us and it, it, felt, it felt really, really good. Thank you. I, I love the beginning of that podcast because they were having a bit of a mini tiff and argument. That's what we did yesterday. We never argued. <laughs> and then we didn't record it. <laughs> we never argue. We never argue. You're the perfect couple. No, yeah, so that's funny because we were recording, <laughs> we were going to record this yesterday, but um, there was an issue with communication. He was really mean. So we decided you to... You don't love me. So we decided to abandon our creative But yeah, art. listen to the Native Immigrants podcast. It's really, really funny. Yeah, I have actually listened it's... to a few episodes and it's actually really, really good. Really, really good. They, they have really great chemistry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and they're so well-spoken as well. Oh, fucking hell. You heard of me? I'm like, oh my God, what is this, a mirror? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Fuck you. And um, Umar from... Um, oh, sorry, Umar. 
Omer from Scotland. <gasps> Give the us one a review. with fabulous hair. Yeah, I love listening to you guys. Very inspiring to all the little desi gears out there. Bitch, says you. You're sickening. Yeah, guys, give Omer a follow. He's, he's, he's sick Ning boots the house down. He's actually quite inspiring. I, mm. I admire um, the way he carries himself. I love his hair. <clears throat> I love my way he carries Oh, his, my God. fucking hair is the dream. If I had that hair... You would not have me. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't suit you. I think it would. No, girl, no. God, I wonder how much he goes into maintaining the hair. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he maintains his hair really well. Yeah, Omer, if you have any hair tips, darling... Um, give us a shout because you know or if you're a man who has long hair and you know can you like give us advice as to how to grow long hair no because we'd, like, need it. Because we'd like to know not that we're going to follow any of the put advice, a wig on but yeah oh yeah get the wig on that's the easiest way we'll get it. to grow long hair and put it on yeah and then just brush it back home hairspray Seeing kid realness. Then you become Brushra from Bradford. <laughs> <laughs> so, should we go on to what we're going to talk about today? Yeah, sure, of course. Any other shout outs that you've got, uh, babe? Um, shout out to my ex. <laughs> Sorry, don't have any time. Shout out to my ex. No, um, I'm done. Oh, shout out to, I don't know, everyone that's lovely and really nice. It was a joke. I fucking know. Like, I was saying to you, do you have anyone else to shout out to? And then I put the Oscar music, like, ha uh, But I'm loud, just, bitch. It just went right over you. I'm fucking loud. Self-centred fucking head. Well, you know, fuck you, bitch. So what are we talking about today? Um, immigration. 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 Oh, God, I'm really good now. That was a high note for I you. know, right? Oh, Mariah wow. did shit out of that. Some poor soldier who's got their headphones in is going to have some ring, ears ringing. It's okay, they love me. So today we're going to talk about immigration. Maybe Why? you're listening from far and wide and you'd like to come to England. And to which I would say, cool. no bitch, trust <laughs> me. The weather's terrible, people are terrible. It's green, but it's just as green in the picture. Don't bother coming. Yeah, it's shit. Yeah. We love England though. <laughs> <laughs> England. Do you England. know what? It's good when the World Cup is on. We love you, England. Like, the World Cup last year was lit. Mm. Everyone got along. It was sunny. Everyone was getting drunk. England were doing well. Yeah, those four weeks were great. But then, then Harry Kane didn't pass the ball. But then we went back. Well, he Don't got... Don't trigger me. He, was, he didn't pass the ball. He did jack shit. And then, and then we decided to knight him or something. Oh, my God. And now he's Lord Sir fucking David Kane, whatever his name is. <laughs> I don't know. I don't follow sport. Apart <laughs> yeah, from the World Cup and the Euros. Oh my God, I turn so heterosexual when <laughs> the World Cup comes on. Next year it's the Euros. But do you know the Cricket World Cup was this year as well and I really enjoyed it. I didn't watch, <laughs> you didn't a, watch a single fucking game. But you know, there was a buzz. You, you, just, no, you, just, you just listened to me when I told you who was winning. And my friends, my friends probably follow cricket. Mm. I would love to, I would love to, I love watching cricket matches. Yeah, he didn't watch any yeah, but I love cricket. But when the cricket World Cup comes, I don't watch any. Yeah, but like this is the type of shit that you write on your CV. Like, I like playing sports and watching sports. I'm an avid sports fan, and you're not lying you by like saying any. that you like doing that because it's different. It's different because you might like doing something, but you don't do it. But you can still say that you like doing it. Do you know what? I'm I'm done. And that no is- no no I'm done. <laughs> it, it, it's done. Jump cut. Okay. Wow. He just <laughs> mouthed a swear word at us. <laughs> Guys, try and guess what it was. No. It's anything. It's a desi swear, <laughs> and it involves sister. <laughs> it's all what I'm saying. 
So, anywho... And that's all what she has to say about that. Can we um, talk about immigration? So, um, the reason we're bringing immigration is because... Um, two reasons, actually. We're emigrating? Um, no, because obviously what's happening in America with ICE, but we got inspired by Oranges and the New Black, didn't we? Ooh. We're currently um, just pa- over the middle... We're on episode nine at the moment. Yeah, guys, send, black. send us spoilers. No, please don't. Please don't. No, fuck you. If I get a fucking spoiler, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> this is on record. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, but I don't mean it. How iconic though, if like if we have it recorded here, and, you die. and then you actually kill me, and then like you're in a court, and the lawyer's like, "Well, on the 20th, it happens all the time when you say that." 8th of August, you said this. Why <laughs> no. were you going to kill him? But, have you not watched like EastEnders where it's like, "Oh, I'm going to kill him," and then they die, but they didn't kill them. They just say it. It's a figure of speech. Okay, there's two things wrong with that sentence. First of all, you said to me, "Have I seen EastEnders?" Secondly, do you fucking know me at all? <laughs> you have answered your wrong question. I do not watch EastEnders. It is not my form of entertainment. Oh, you, you fucking sit there and you ask me what's going on. So anyway, immigration. Before we get on to immigration, I just wanted to say, uh, you know, our condolences to um, the people in uh, Texas. With what's oh, yeah. happened. The um, uh, massacre in uh, El Paso. Um, yeah, that that's just um, you know because we're we're talking we're on the topic yeah, of uh, America, but yeah no we we, we we will come to that but you know yeah. all all people that are affected um, our thoughts are with you hundred percent absolutely now what were we talking about um, immigration immigration so what is immigration tell us um, <laughs> what am I the oracle yeah okay so. If you just bear with me whilst I stall for um, time by filling this with random words, I will give you the government, um, uh, well, the Wikipedia uh, definition, which is an international movement of people into a destination country of which they are not natives or where they do not possess citizenship. Okay, what do you think about that definition? Break it down. So, for me, immigration is... I mean, it's a general term. Like, yeah. you emigrate, you move from one place to the other. Mm-hmm. And in, in terms of um, immigration, that means that, you know, somebody is moving from one country to another where they may not necessarily have, um, you know, approval for permanent residence uh, and they're moving for uh, multiple reasons. It may be economic reasons, it may be on medical grounds, it may be uh, on um, ground... uh, I mean, previously, it's been on criminal grounds as well. People moved... Or, you know, uh, one of the big reasons why people move is because they are facing um, certain number of prejudices in their own country. Yeah, a war-torn so, Yeah, countries. so it could be a war-torn country. You may be a member of the LGBT community who uh, is facing uh, torture, uh, prejudice. It might be a threat to your life and you need to move to another country. And that's you, usually the main reasons why people move. Mm-hmm. And we both are... Uh, children of immigrants, mm. aren't we? What about you? What do you? What does immigration mean to you? <laughs> immigration built the fucking world. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I was just waiting for your fiery cracker. Um, Girl, that's the tea, hunty. And I, I thought, I thought we were pretty safe by asking you <laughs> for a, you know, Collins dictionary <laughs> definition, but no, no, immigration built the world. Without immigrants, this country would be shit. 
Okay. Is well, that your uh, definition of immigration? Yeah, literally. There, there's nothing going on. Because, and um, hello, what about America without immigrants? What about the fucking world without immigrants? Yeah, but babe, the question was... I don't care about the <laughs> oh my god. I just oh want to get god. it out there. Oh my god. Right, so that is what immigration is. <laughs> so, I win. So there's a few, there was a few points which I wanted to touch upon. I thought um, we could bring people closer to our lives by telling us uh, what our immigration stories are. Um... And we could talk about this, uh, the America immigration so, situation. So, it's insane. Why do you get going? I'm really, um, I'm really that bitch today. Yeah, but I'm a corporate bitch, so I like putting an agenda out there and saying these are the points that we will touch upon by the end of this meeting, and you will all die. Give him feedback on this, and you will all die by PowerPoint presentation. Okay, you go then, innit? So, um. Okay. <laughs> that sounded so Asian then. Yeah, I know, you really fucking <laughs> did. Do you know what? I feel a little bit dumb. I almost feel like Miss... Um, I, I feel like my answers are going to be pretty close to um, uh, Miss Teen USA, South Carolina. Do you remember this clip that I want to play people? When they talked about... Actually, this is really interesting because... I'm not going to play all of it, but um, this is a clip from 2007 where Miss South Carolina answered a question on uh, why uh, people in America are not able to find USA on the map. And this is what she sounded like. And I feel like I sound like this today. Recent polls have shown a fifth of Americans can't locate the US on a world map. Why do you think this is? I personally believe... I personally believe that. that U.S. Americans are unable to do so. U.S. Americans? Because... I didn't know there was other types. As uh, some people out there in our nation don't have maps, and uh, I believe that our ed- education, <laughs> like such as South Africa and... Other nations, South Africa and such as... The Iraq, everywhere like such as, and <laughs> I believe that they should... Uh, our education over here in the U.S. should help the U.S. or should help South Africa. Oh, babe, please stop. <laughs> it's painful. I feel like I sound like that today. So let's talk about the U.K. and immigration in the U.K. and let's let's take it back to all the brown people. Well, immigration in England, I remember I learned it at school. The what did you learn first at school? mass immigration was of um, uh, Jews in oh, the what? UK. And this, I think this was way back in like the 16th century. My facts are sketchy on it, but there was a mass immigration, yeah. and that's more like one of the, the <clears> first. Well, I mean, obviously, there's been loads uh, since then, uh, you know, before then as well, I suppose. Um, but with uh, South Asians, the big immigration occurred in the 50s and 60s and that's when my grandfather came to uh, excuse me that's when my grandfather came to England um, post World War 2 there was um, a need for uh, uh, labour um, so a lot of South Asians worked in foundries and mills and textile mills um, uh, and that is what my grandfather did as well he worked uh, in a I don't know he, he worked for a clay making, um, pot making company. Basically, he was in charge of the furnaces. What he did before was the first immigration. He, he literally travelled the world. My, my grandfather first emig- the first emigration that I know of was um, when he migrated from Pakistan to India. He went on the back of a lorry. His mum had given him money to buy meat. What an icon! His money. His mum had given him money to buy meat. Um, so he took that money, swung on the back of a lorry and went all the way to Bombay 
from Pakistan to Bombay and my and, and that is a f- long journey because my family comes from the north mm. of Pakistan mm. and he stayed there I think for a few years or something and he worked there and somebody had done him wrong and taken his money or whatever you but have you but he did it to escape poverty then he worked on a ship um, and he was a cook on a ship and that ship traveled the world and it touched the world's ports and by by uh, you know virtue of that he man he he um he, he managed to travel the world and uh, you know unfortunately he's no longer with us but his stories were really inspiring and and then um he landed in England uh and never got back on that ship now I'm I don't know whether he was an illegal immigrant or not yeah. Uh, but I'm told that he was. Yeah. Um, he might have. Well, been, he might. He might have been, and then he must have applied for legal status potentially. But, but um, yeah, he he came into the country and he worked his socks off. Yeah. So he would work on uh, Eid, which is the the Muslim yeah. uh, version of uh, Christmas, if you like. And he would go to work. He'd like take the morning off in the afternoon. He used to walk from uh, Keithley to Bingley. So he used to work in Bingley. He used oh to walk. He used to walk just to save. It was. I think the bus used to be like two p two pence or something. And he would save that money. Like he worked really really hard. And I always found that really inspiring to, you know, take ethic. such a drastic step yeah. to better for the betterment of everyone. And then eventually he called his wife over and and, and kids. And my dad never forgets. You know the the first. Uh, the, the time they packed everything and, and, yeah. and left and stuff. So, um, yeah, and how the communities would, would help each other. And, you know, immigration sounds really sensational, especially yeah. in today's political climate. Um, but when you hear the stories mm. and when they stay with you, um, you know, you'd think nobody in their right mind would do that. You wouldn't uproot yourself unless there were some serious prejudices mm. going on around you or some serious problems that you needed to overcome it's not, I think people yeah. almost get um, going on holiday um, uh, and, uh, and, and immigration or they get them almost mixed up yeah. like oh you want to come to England because we have free healthcare and it's really nice here and you know we have less pollution and everything's great that's not the reason why people might emigrate you know that's the same as us going to Mexico because they have nice nicer beaches. Yeah, Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. That's a very different thing. Immigration is is very very different. And you know, my family were poverty stricken. They didn't have a, a great economic background, and they needed to move in order to make mm. money. So, yeah. So it, it, it's a it's a it's a real thing. But what about you? What was what, do you do you know your stories no. of immigration? No. no. <laughs> but, but your granddad emigrated to this country, right? Um. Yeah. I don't really know much to be honest. You know. If I'm honest. Hey, but that's interesting though, because like, you're as British as anyone else. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And and you've. You were born and raised here. You haven't, um, you don't, you haven't been back to Pakistan. Oh, no. you, you, you're a full out and out Yorkshire lad, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it just it's just interesting how things happen after the initial wave of immigration, and some people stick to their um, roots and go back and forth to Pakistan and stuff. And that's not my route, though. That's not your route. No, that's, that's the funny thing. People think that's my route. I'm like, yeah. no, that's not my route. I'm I'm British Pakistani. Mm. You know, I'm not Pakistani British. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. The importance of that way around is important. I'm a Brit. Mm. You know, I was born born here. You're a Brit. You were born here. Yeah. You know, I I I don't because of the lack of family connection. Do you know what I mean? We'll talk about that another time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I I well, I have no place there. 
Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's not, it's not my home there. But people don't see it that way, do they? No. People still see you as, you know, you, are, oh, you need to go back to your own, own country. You need to go back to your homeland. And I'm thinking, if that's happening to me, imagine what's happened to migrants coming to countries now. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean though? Like absolutely. what are they going through? Like that's me and that's painful enough. Yeah. And I'm a Brit. In, my immigration isn't even that high in England compared to other oh, countries. Oh yeah, we don't do much. Uh, do you in know, my opinion. I, I think if I'm not wrong, I might be getting these facts mixed up, but I think Pakistan was one of the biggest um uh, uh, the, the countries that took mm. in one of the most migrants a couple of years Girl, ago. We, we have people... This, this is the frustrating thing about immigration. People think it's just all these poor people. Yeah. I'm like, girl, no. That, that's not how it works. It's not just all these poor people. We have people ready to go with degrees that can come and slay. You know, yeah. if you want your country to be the best, you get the best, don't you? Yeah. Okay? But instead... Do you know what? The, the way I see it, and this might sound horrible, is I would rather have anyone from anywhere as willing to build the country up. Yeah, and have people that are born and bred here that are actually lazy motherfuckers. Yeah, I would rather have that in my opinion. I would rather have that. You know what I mean? You want to be the best, but then sometimes shouldn't you not be free to travel where the fuck you want to travel? You know? Yeah, yeah. We're uh, we're uh... <laughs> like, do I own this place? Yeah, I, I think. Who is she? Yeah, I think. Uh, I, you see, the thing is, I've never taken um, people's ignorant view on immigration yeah. to heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In this country, the, when we were growing up, we would have it go back to Pakistan. Literally. And then after 9 11, it was go oh, back to Afghanistan. Oh, God. It was, it was rough after 9 11. It was. It really, really was. Really rough. I, my. God. I, I obviously, you know me, I live in La La Land. Yeah. And I remember when it happened, I was like, oh my gosh, terrible. But with all due respect to what happened, there's, the, you know, there's so many. I think the, growing up, we'd hear a lot about the Gulf War, yeah. um, uh, Yugoslavia, oh, and Kosovo, and all, yeah. you know, so much stuff was going on. And this seemed like another. We were young, one we were really those, young. Yeah, I was, I was really young. But what I'm trying to say is. I didn't quite appreciate as to how much of a yeah. defining moment that would have been in, that was in my life. Yeah. I just saw it as one another attack, another uh, war, countries yeah. attacking each other. And I just remember the next day we had an assembly, school assembly, and our RE teacher was a Muslim, and he got everyone in uh, our assembly. And his, um, I don't remember the contents of this. I just thought it was ridiculous. And his last parting words were, you know, not all Muslims are terrorists. And I was like. Why is he saying that? Why would anyone think that? I was like, why? What are you talking about? Nobody's ever said that. Yeah, and then no. after that, I remember the one guy, kid grabbed me by my throat and was like, yeah, go back to Afghanistan. And I was like, you know, the, the, the posh sort of stiff upper lip person within me kicked in and I was like, oh, but I'm not from Afghanistan. <laughs> this is not Bless true. You. This is not how it works. And But obviously, you know, this, this kid was just ignorant and he was probably raised like that. That's probably what they said in their homes. And, you know, uh, so I don't take it to heart because, like you said, like you rightly said, this is a nation of immigrants. We've had influx of migrants from, you know, the South Asian, uh, from, Polish. from uh, yeah, from Poland. Europe, Eastern Europe, and way back hundreds of years ago. And did you know, like the the immigration of um, Indians into uh, England has been going on since 16th I think century. the sixteenth, seventeenth century. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. been going on for oh, hundreds of years. Indians would come here as part of the British Raj, educate themselves and go. 
So it's not it's not a, a, a new concept, no, no. and this is and and I think people don't realize the fragility of life. They talk like as if they're here forever. And yeah. oh my god, so something blew my mind. I think I think we've covered England to a certain extent. When there are a nation of, of migrants. People are going to come and go. That is always going to happen. And we've all worked together to build this nation. And you have to put your prejudice aside. You know who you are. You need to put your prejudices aside. And regardless of skin colour, the way we dress, the way we smell, the religion that we have, you need to start recognising us all as Brits. And this Brexit nonsense has done nothing. nothing Has has done nothing to support that Racism's gone up and up and up. Yeah, yeah. I have a funny feeling that it's going to calm down. I feel like things have calmed down, but I live in my own bubble. I disagree. It might not be. be. I got attacked in Nottingham, remember? Oh, yeah, that, that happened, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. not going to go down. Yeah, I mean, I suppose I just, I have this innate wish that things get better, yeah. you know? So... We can I, just do yeah. our part. Yeah, absolutely. That's the thing. Yeah, and, yeah, come, I don't want to walk down the street or, or uh, and have my prejudices against people, thinking that yeah. they might have prejudices against me, because that's where you start creating paranoia. Oh, yeah. And you start... Um, having those preconceived yeah. notions and you know we don't want that there's some great people out there um, and yeah you know um, let's carry on building our great nation in that way great nation okay <laughs> god he's so like let's be politically correct <laughs> well but it's true though the thing is Ahmed the, the fundamental of it is that regardless of what my views might be of this country at times, we're not a very patriotic nation. We, we're able to... As much to, as people like to think that. We're not a patriotic nation at all. The way that we project ourselves in terms of the Queen, and, you know, if any, if you say to anyone, oh, are you going to come to London? They'll think of, you know, the red, white and blue, you know, United Kingdom flag, the Queen's Guards, Buckingham Palace, and it's, you know, red buses, uh, as, British, as British as British as British gets. But... When you put that aside, we're not a very um, proud nation. Oh, we're no. not a very patriotic nation. But London, London's like a different country. But the truth... Yes, absolutely. But the truth of the matter is, the way I've always managed to reason everything that's going around me uh, it is by saying to myself, whether I'm good, bad, ugly, fat, blah, 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 you successful, not successful, it's because of this country. You know, everything that I have to a massive extent is because of this country it's a place that i was born yeah. it's a, it gave me my language it gave me my a, a lot of my education obviously of pakistani descent i've been back and forth and you know i've got other cultural influences in me but you know i can't take that away whether i want to or not so and and i i'm a child of a migrant country and and uh, that's not going to change and and migration isn't going to ever stop it's always going to happen we don't have enough talent in this country it's got to come from somewhere and 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 and, and, and that's not going to change but the point which i was going to make that blew my mind is about immigration in um america right Ellis Island, you've heard of Ellis Island, right? Mm-hmm. So I want your opinion on this, right? Do you know how many people migrated through Ellis Island? No. This is way back when. I'm talking sort of early 1900s. Take a guess. I don't want to. 12 million. Wow. 12 million. That's do you mad. Know, do you know what it means? What? 
uh, it says, Today, over 100 million Americans, which is about 30% of the population, can trace their ancestry to immigrants who arrived in America at Ellis Island. So you're all... That, I didn't, didn't realise, like, America, it, well, I did, but to, that really puts it in context. America is a nation of immigrants. Oh, yeah. That's one in three. That is ridiculous. Well, good. And, yeah. What are your thoughts on that? I think it's cool. Yeah. I, I think it's normal, isn't it? Of course everyone's coming from fucking somewhere else. Who's the fucking pure of nation bullshit? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think it's a lot of crap. Everyone's been boring like that anyway. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Sorry, it makes me so mad. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, but like when we went to New York and um, we went to visit, visit the Statue of Liberty and went into the museum and it was mm. telling us about the... Uh, it's built on the... It's a nation of um, migrants, isn't it? Yes, And yeah. it was just really, it was really, really interesting, wasn't it? Yeah. And like, actually, yeah, everyone through their ancestry from somewhere comes from immigration. Yeah, it is, it is in your um, your bloodline somewhere, and there's nothing wrong with that, honey. Celebrate it. I think it's for me, it's something to be celebrated. Yeah, I think it's something magical. I think it's something amazing. Someone down your line, down your bloodline, did something incredible. Yeah, you know what I mean? They snapped. They were like, actually, I'm not having this shit that's going on for me. Mm. I'm gonna better my life and better the life for the people that I've never even met down the line in the future. My great 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 grandson, granddaughter. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm gonna better like think about it. If your granddad didn't do what he did, what would happen to you? Where would you be right now? God, I don't think I'd be alive. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. if, if we didn't have these people, whether we like them or not, whether we talk to them or not, or whether we even know them or met them, if we never they never did what they did, girl, this world wouldn't be where it is. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Certain countries wouldn't have been developed as they are and life would be shit for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You're saying one in three Americans, one in three Americans, if that never happened, where would America be? Yeah. Where the fuck it's would it be? Crazy. It, it is mental. So that's why it, it, it frustrates me so much how much people can hate immigration. Yeah. And it's like you're hating something that's developed everything around you. Yes. And you wouldn't have shit. Yeah. Without immigration. Why don't you go and look down your bloodline and see how fucking pure it is? Yeah. Yeah. And I don't like this pure word either. Like, what the fuck does that even mean? You know, oh, the yeah. pure. It's fucking. Are we doing Harry Potter bullshit here? Nobody's. Do you know what I mean? Nobody's pure that <laughs> way. You know what? Let's cancel that word for do you that. Know, do you know the. Um, it's, it's happened to well, multiple times. Like, uh, neo Nazis have um, had their ancestry checked and they have, like, Jewish ancestry. Work. Um, <laughs> in fact, I think Hitler's grandma was a Jew, I think. Like, you, you can't... There's something there, you can't yeah. escape it, can you? No, you, you just can't... It's, yeah, it's a really, really important point. You can't escape it. So if you're one of those people who are like, oh, I don't like immigrants, they can't come to our country... Um, Go and look down your bloodline, bitch. Yeah, they are the country. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I they are the motherfucking country. They are the motherfucking country. They built the country. They are here. They've given you everything you've got. Without them, you ain't shit. Yeah. You ain't shit, bitch. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, literally. But, like, they, they help build... I mean, I, I know it's not, it's, this is a really sort of micro example, but, like, talking about building a nation, I was living at my parents' house and I was renovating my bedroom <laughs> and all the you skilled... You best build your nation, girl. <laughs> all the skilled workers were Polish. <laughs> They were, they were, and they were great, and they were did a brilliant job. You know what? That's really interesting. You said that. Um, my um, granddad, mm. um, he um, he owned lots of houses and blah blah blah. And he uh, still does. Yeah, 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 yeah. So when he when he came over here um, years ago, he 
first and all, first of all, he bought a house and that he built and built and built and he buys them and rents them out. And uh, I don't know, say that's 10 years ago or something. Mm. He um, needed some more workers to work on his houses and he just could not find anyone that could work at a certain speed. Yeah. Okay. And do a certain amount of job without being lazy motherfuckers until the police people came. Yeah. They killed it. They got paid fair wages. Mm. They made sure of that. They did everything up to a fantastic standard. Mm. From there, they got more jobs mm. and more work. Mm. And then people sitting up, they're coming over stealing our jobs. They're not stealing jobs, bitch. They're making jobs for themselves. No one's taking them jobs. And people that are taking them jobs are shit. Yeah. yeah. They're not skilled enough. But, uh, above, above that, um, people don't want those jobs. Mm. People the pay don't. Isn't that great, let's be honest. They're, but even if the pay is great, right? I have had people like I, I remember when I was having my lighting done, and yeah. I was getting in touch with people, and one of them came and he did this valuation, and he gave this massive speech, and was charging extortionate amounts. And even I knew to yeah. drill, you know, nine holes and put a light in it. That was a lot yeah. of money. <laughs> Yeah, and then, like, there was another guy who was, uh, like, there were people like, yeah, I'll come, I'll be there, not turning up, not answering. And then, you know, there's people who are like, well, I don't want to do that job. Like, you have to strain your neck, and this happens, and that Mm -hmm. happens. Whereas um, the uh, other people that are immigrants are like, yep, do you know what, I'll do this, and I'll do it at this price, and it'll be done by then. And it was done. I remember when I was getting my room uh, replastered, I kept checking in, and honestly, like, these were high walls. Yeah. And I know because I painted them myself yeah. and I had to stop for a, for, for a day because my head was hurting yeah. and my eyes were yeah. uh, hurting because I wasn't used to it. I'm, I'm not a skilled labourer, yeah. right? Um, and I kept checking on him and honestly, not a peep. He replastered the whole <laughs> room, skimmed it in like a day or two. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, you've done a phenomenal job. It's because that's... that. From what the, where they've come from, mm. and like the war-torn countries or the prejudices they face, where they've come from, and what what they will do anything as well because they know what it's like to come from something so low, yeah, and so heartbreaking. This is a great job for them. It's a great gig for them, and like them putting their head backwards and getting a um, hurt neck is nothing to get food on the table for their children. Absolutely, you know what absolutely, I mean? and, and clothes on their back for their children and a roof over their head. Absolutely, and I, and I think they've had a lot of uh, discrimination. Uh, you know, the Polish uh, nation, uh, um, people of Polish descent have had a lot of uh, discrimination uh, um, held against them, especially during this Brexit thing. Oh yeah, because I think if Brexit happened maybe 20 years ago it would have been the South Asians that would have yeah. uh, bared the brunt of it but it, this time it was the Polish because they're the most recent migrants yeah. uh, and if I'm not wrong hundreds and thousands of them went back yeah. since, since then they were like okay yeah no we're going to go back but um, you know oh my god uh, like there was this one lady I remember who was a waitress at a restaurant and she didn't seem typical waitress material, shall we say. Yeah. She wasn't a young student, aspiring actor, yeah. that kind of jazz. Um, and she was really normal. And I was like, oh, you know, where's your accent from? Who who are you? And I think she was a, um, somebody from Burma. Yeah. And she was a doctor. Oh, my God. And she had several degrees. And she was like, um, I'm trying to get my status recognised, my degrees recognised in this country. Um, but I had to leave to escape prejudices in my country and I was like my god like you studied and worked and uh, did all this for it all to potentially come to nothing in, 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 in this country and now you're waiting tables and I was a student then do you know what I mean so immigration isn't fun 
it's not easy to do. And the people are crying about it. Mm. Oh, not even fucking going through all that shit that these people are going through. No. Oh, you're coming to our country. You know what? Welcome them with open arms and help them. Yeah. Help them. And also, like, England isn't stupid. It, the the con- the government isn't stupid. Oh, yeah. They opened those... Well... <laughs> well... We export glutinous <laughs> moist cake. <laughs> I brought this there from Wolfstonstone. <clears throat> I love that clip of Boris Johnson. <laughs> if you guys haven't heard it, listen to the last podcast. And he's there. But, right? Okay. Not everyone in the government is stupid. Because... They open those gates mm-hmm. for immigrants because there is a need for them in this country. Mm-hmm. It's Well, that is the big reason why. It's not because we're feeling sorry for people. Yeah. It's not that. That is not the case. Um, there was a shortage of labour after World War II because people died. And that's the reason why they brought South Asians over, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they set up... Med- uh, the British East India Company set up medical schools mm-hmm. in India. So they had skilled workers and... Um, uh, uh, nurses and doctors in India um, and they had newly set up the National Health Service yeah. the NHS it was in the 50s and 60s that, it, that is when it was setting up or it had set up it was new so they imported skilled workers from India to workers doctors and nurses and that is a tradition that continues to today yeah. it, um, I think it was in 2004 um, England uh, um, acquired, imported, whatever you want to call it, over a thousand doctors from Pakistan. Now, what does that tell you? That either the people in England, they're not up for the job, or they're not competitive enough, um, or they just don't want to do it. So that is why you have to look elsewhere. It's not because um, they... Uh, um, uh, it's not the fact that immigrants have an, uh, have an unfair advantage. I don't think that that's the case at all. No, no. Now, I mean, obviously, like now, there's so many roles, dermatologists, diabetologists, that are not being filled because yeah. they are not coming through the education system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The old uh, older generation that is retiring is not being replaced. Yeah, that's the truth, yeah. And there has been a stem on Im- immigrants. They are putting in more stringent rules now so that not everyone can... You know, so it's not as easily to yeah. uh, emigrate to this country, but it's gonna have a, not. It's, you're gonna all have to open the gates again because those people aren't being replaced. What are you gonna do, girl? That's no, true. It's it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. But yeah, we love immigrants because we we're children of immigrants. I love them. They're fucking in the middle of the world, and like um, talk about what's happening in like America right now with ICE and them detaining immigrants. Yeah. And the horrific thing. Have you seen everything online? Obviously, you've got to be careful what you read online, but when you do a bit of research into it and the treatment of that, um, what Orange is the New Black is doing is, is really good. Yeah. It's really showing you. But for me, um, what's important is, and this harks back to when, when, I, was, um, when I was in um, secondary school, when I was in sixth form, mm. um, we took a trip to Auschwitz, and um, obviously it was, it was incredible. Mm. Really, like... Harrowing. Harrowing, yeah. yeah. Really harrowing. And um, what I got from there was, you know, six million Jews died. We've got individual stories. Mm. And that was what that stood out to me. Like, do you know what? It's, it's great having a figure, you know, all these people. But then I think through a figure, we forget that these people are just like us. Yes. Yeah. These people was our next door neighbour. Um, mm. The woman across the road with that crazy cat. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? These people. And then with this ice thing, I've been looking at some individual stories and like, my God, they're sad, aren't they? Yeah. Some of them, like what some people like uh, are going through. Like I was looking at one, and um, it was this woman, and um, 
her one-year-old daughter died after falling sick in the ICE detention centre. Yes, like, yes, I heard like that. The nurses dismissed her, everything she was saying. Yeah, so I suppose what you're trying to say is... She tried to sue them now, but it's just like, nothing's going to... I suppose what you're trying out. to say is that the people are beginning to draw a parallel between the ICE detention centres in America and the... Um, yeah, no, I've seen it online. People are drawing parallels yeah. saying that, you know, people are being detained for who oh, they, yeah, are, they are. And that is, to a certain extent, what was happening yeah, 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 during so, yeah. World War Two with, but with, with we don't, No one's learning from history, are they? Nobody's learning no. at all from history. But, like, the detain... And, like, that that breaks your heart because you're like, okay, so this woman's one-year-old daughter died mm. because of ice. Mm. And... Like, how how has that been okay? How is that okay? Where... Do you know what? Regardless of everything, rules, this and that, where is um, the humanity? Uh, do you well, know what I mean? When it comes yeah. to, where's, the, where's the humanity? Fuck everything. Where's the humanity? I think one thing which really, really um, is difficult uh, to sit... You know, something that really doesn't sit well with me is the separation of uh, parents from their children. Same. I Same. just do not get that. And I don't give a shit what legality there is. You, right, okay, so you've separated m- mothers and fathers from their daughters and sons and daughters mm. and everything in between, right? Yeah. So you have got this pool of children yeah. kept, behind bar- kept behind barbed fences, Right. What if you're a predator? Mm. That is a haven for you to work mm. at. Like you are opening up, you're, you're opening up so many problems for these children. You're keeping them in detention centres um, that are poorly managed. They've got foil for blankets. You, you, there's there's absolutely no humanity in doing what you're doing. You're all to follow a legal process. Like you have to put humanity above that. Do I you agree. know what I mean? No, I agree. And. You what what you're doing is you are um, putting these children in such a vulnerable position, and that is disgusting. And I just cannot. Um, I ju- that just doesn't sit well with me, and I I almost try not to process it because I think if I start thinking about it more and more, it'll just drive me crazy. I mean. Yeah, that's just crazy. I'm sorry, guys. I feel like this podcast has gone quite serious. No, but it could. It should. Because I I, I, I picked up some stuff that people were saying online. And, you know, like, it really stood out to me, if you don't mind me sharing. Yeah, of course. On on that story, like, someone was saying, it's insane how people blatantly say, you know, she should have followed the law. Or, like, the law said, you know, and that, you know, oh, she should have followed the law, blah, blah, blah. And, like, this person goes on to to explain. And some of the people have said that, actually, there's no humanity left. How we prioritise the law over human life. Yeah. Like, we made the law as humans. Yeah, okay, Do bitch, you know what I mean? Right. Well, you're going to interrupt me again. Sorry, no, I'll listen to you. No, you go on, you go on. No, 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 no it's you fine. Pop, pop off, pop off, bitch, go on. <laughs> no, I was going to say, that's a really, really valid point. Thank you, I that's know That's what I was going to say. Like, imagine you losing your one-year-old because you were looking for a better future for her. Stop being in the mood, you little bitch. <laughs> okay, I'll call you out. But imagine losing your one-year-old because you were looking for a better future for them. Mm. Imagine that. Mm. Oh, she should have followed the law. Your fucking privileged motherfucking asses are sitting there saying she should have fucking, fucking followed the law. What the fuck would you have done? I ask you, if you were in that position where you are in a shitty, prejudiced country or position or war-torn or anything and you have children, will you get up off your ass and go and save your tribe to save your children's life? Yes or no? Of course. There you go. That's the tea. So shut the fuck up. 
Yeah, literally. <laughs> Sorry, I get really mad about it. But the thing is... But it makes me mad. The law is not this div- divine thing. Like, we created the law, you know, and it's not, it's not normal to deny, like, a one-year-old a medical treatment. Yeah. That's not normal. That's mm. not humane at all. Mm. How can anyone do it? Mm. You know, you see a kid fall over in the street. Not your kid, but you, you're not my parents. The first thing you do is think, oh shit, is that kid okay? Mm. It's instinct, isn't it? Mm. Where is the humanity? And also, these people working for ICE, how the fuck can they do that? Mm. How have they got it inside of them to do such a thing? Just like, how do people work for Hitler, bitch? Mm. Do you know what I mean? You say that, how do people do it? Well, bitch, people did it before and people are doing it now. And different. you know what? You've got to keep talking about it. You've got to got to keep talking about it. And like, even in, I'm sure even in the Bible, and I'm not religious folk, mm. but even in the Bible, it says something about like a foreigner in your land and um, helping them out and not discriminating. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it'd be good to find so, where, let me where see. it says that. Let me see. But, um, the... You talk, and I'll see. <laughs> well, one thing that I, I, I wanted to raise with you, Amir, is, you know, when you said, oh, people say, well, you should have followed the law. Yeah. I was going to say, let, let me give you two examples of how the law works, right? Mm-hmm. You know how you were saying with uh, the, um, the Holocaust, people's stories were individual? Yeah. Similarly, with migra- Im- migration, people's stories are individual. You might be from a war-torn country. What's happened to your computer? Well, it's been blasted with a bomb. Uh-huh. You don't have a computer anymore. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or you, oh, you should have followed the law. Okay, well, I live in a Latin American com- uh, um, country. Yeah. I've never been able to afford um, money to go to a decent school, so all my um, uh, education is in Spanish. I don't know a word of English. I just know that America is this golden, magical place where things are, will get better for me. Yeah. Um, and I need to find means to get there because if I don't, then this drug mafia, they're going to force me into, uh, 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 you know, the drug cartel. Yeah. I'll be forced into prostitution. That is the reality oh, for yeah. people and so many people. And it is the uh, uh, these rich um, European um, tourists, sex tourists, who go and exploit them inevitably mm-hmm. in their own countries. So why wouldn't you want to escape that? And the other example that I wanted to give was, uh, and this happens so often in um, South, South Asian countries such as India and Pakistan, there's actually a really, really great uh, show on YouTube uh, with regards to this as well. And uh, what happens is you have these young kids who are somewhat educated or they might have graduated and they want that next big opportunity. Yeah. Um, they don't know how to get a visa. They don't know what the immigration process looks mm. like. They're going to get brushed aside because if you don't look, you know, in some places, if you don't look um, rich, if you look like uh, a labourer, they're going to dismiss you. Yeah. Even in these official uh, places, they don't know how to get a visa. They just know that they've spent all this money um, getting their child in education and they want them to get a better life in Saudi Arabia, yeah. England, America, Canada. Mm-hmm. So you have these um, brokers that are set up in countries like India and Pakistan that charge you for finding you a job, getting you a visa and sending you over. And do you know how much that costs? They charge around the England equivalent of about £12,000. Fucking hell. Like, that's not the cost of a visa. That's not the cost of a flight. They, they literally rinse these people and you have no idea what you're doing, where you're going, sort of thing. So you're like, oh, yeah, I've, my Canada visa's gone. You go over there. This happened to my cousin as well. Yeah. Go over there and they've oh, just got a standard labourer yeah. job. This happened to my cousin in uh, Pakistan. He did the whole thing. I think he paid something like 9,000. He saved about 9,000 uh, pounds. The British equivalent. He got a visa... Uh, he got a job. Where are you going? 
going to Saudi Arabia. Um, he had a, a degree, I believe, in like electrical engineering, and that pays well work, in England, work, right? Yeah. He'd gone to uh, work in a car showroom in Saudi Arabia cleaning cars. And we didn't know that was going to happen when he got there. Yeah, and he wasn't allowed any time off. He wasn't allowed holidays. He wasn't. He was under the control of the sheikh. He would decide when he would leave, and it was like a two, three year contract, basically, where you are literally bound by this person. Don't get me wrong. He made some money and sent it back, but. It, it, you know, it just shows the desperation that he had to try and better his yeah. family is because his father passed away and, you know, the vulnerable position that they are in. So when you're talking about following the law, uh, people don't know what, what that is. Mm. And when they go to these places to find, uh, find out, they just get exploited. Do you know what I mean? That's just ridiculous. Terrible, but it? sorry, you, you were looking for the Bible verse, weren't you? Yeah, it says in the Bible... Uh, when a foreigner, uh, I'm saying this because Preach. I think a lot of people are Christian as well. Yes, and they might not follow this. Yes. Um, when a foreigner resides among you in your land, do not mistreat them. Ooh. The foreigner residing amongst you must be treated as your native born. Love them as yourself, for you were foreigners in Egypt. I am the Lord your God. And that is from Leviticus, yes. isn't it? Nineteen. I don't know what I mean. Verse... Nine... Is it what nineteen thirty-three things? So it'll be <laughs> Leviticus. I'm not a religious kind. Leviticus. I want to say verse nineteen. Potentially. Is it chapter nineteen, verse thirty-three? Yeah, chapter nineteen, verse thirty-three. Isn't Leviticus the the one where um, people tend to quote? For condemning gays. Oh, I don't know, babe. Let's not get into that now. Okay, fine. Okay. <laughs> you know, like, why? So, yeah, so... Um, That's Leviticus 18. We are... We love immigrants. We mm. will give you hugs. Come over here. Come slay. And if you feel a certain way about immigration and immigrants, ask yourself a question. What would you do in their position? Mm. What would you do? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Oh, you know, WWBD, what would Beyonce do? <laughs> Girl, bye. <laughs> and that's the tea. Um, that is the tea. I'm good now. I feel like we should end on, like, a lighter note. I'm light. No, I'm not. I'm done. I'm riddled. <laughs> I'm riddled with... This um... is what you just did, right? When, let's end on the lighter note. As he picked up his Toxic Parents book and... Fanned himself with it. Yeah, like a fucking no. So I'm reading two books, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Reading. He's not reading two books. Anywho, <laughs> no one wants to hear about your fucking reading your books. First, I, I recommend these books. The first is Toxic Parents. Everyone knows uh, about that one. their helpful legacy. How far have you got into that book that you started? Uh, I was on page 39 last time, and now I'm on page 40. <laughs> Girl, get a move on. I'm so shit. And the second book is called Hansel and Gretel. And I'm waiting to find out what happens when they get shoved in the oven. <laughs> <laughs> but no. Um, yeah, let's end on a positive note. Yeah. Um, Say, uh, how are you? How am I? <laughs> I am really good, actually. Um, I am feeling light. My personal trainer sessions are going really, really well. Yeah, have you even had a session recently? <laughs> um, this is how I'm feeling, actually. Let me just explain it in this video. At US Americans are <laughs> unable to do so. Um, because, uh, some, some people out there in our nation don't have that. And uh, I believe 
countries that are ed- education, like such as in South Africa. And other nations, such as that's how I'm feeling. I'm feeling good, Miley. How about you? I'm good. I'm good, Miley. Life is We good. always say what's good, because like, when Nikki... Um, Minaj did the whole thing where she was like, what's good, Miley? We don't need a video. Okay. <laughs> what's good, Miley? And we always say like to each other now, like, I'm good, Miley. Yeah, we call it. How are you feeling? Good. I'm good, Miley. Yeah, 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 yeah. We always I'm all right, say Miley. Miley. I'm good, Miley. We love you, Miley, if you're listening, because of course you're listening, Miley. Yeah, of course Come on is. our podcast, because, come on, Henny. Get yeah. it, girl. So, line. anyway, goodbye. Goodbye, goodbye. Good friends, goodbye. Goodbye, because now it's time to go. Good riddance. Do you remember that song? No. The bear in the big blue house. Babe, if... <laughs> what is that? This is, ten seconds is up now. Bitch, you get longer. No, I don't. That's not fair. No, I'm taking your phone away from you. You're not allowed <laughs> happiness. Yeah. <laughs> Are you, you enjoying anything? the British summer? Bitch, where? This yeah, okay, this is sun. But oh girl, it's too hot at night. I can't deal. Yeah, the humidity's killer, isn't it? I know. So let's end this podcast with that. The humidity's killer. Let's all die. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's all die. No, now. no, love you all. Thank right. you for listening. Here, yeah, immigration is is tough. Life is tough. We're all um, hot and bothered. Let's just all stand in separate corners of the flat and not talk to each other. And you can follow us on Twitter at YDLM underscore podcast. Instagram, you don't love me underscore podcast. We've got a Facebook page on YDLM underscore podcast. You can listen on SoundCloud, Apple, Spotify, Player FM. Give us five star reviews. Comment on us. DM us your nudes, bitches. Oh my God, yeah. Email us. Share us. Be anonymous, be not anonymous, grind a hook up us, do what the fuck you want, bitch. I'm yeah. really feeling that kind of way, I'm mental today. Yeah, I'm on Hornet, Grinder, Adam <laughs> for Adam. Is that still a thing? I don't fucking know, Gage. Tell us what's in now. Yeah, see me at your nearest bathhouse. You know, tell us what's in, what's the tea, the bear hookup thing. <gasps> Who the fuck knows? Yeah, so that's how to follow us, buddy fucking blah. Um, <laughs> and. We shall be at Manchester Pride in three weeks, honey. At the end of this month, where I will be meeting my best friend Ariana Grande, <laughs> and that should be fun. And Cheryl and Talisa will be there. So, guys, um, we're having an issue in terms of finding out what to wear. Oh yeah. So, if you have any suggestions, please do get in touch. Um, and yeah, if you are going to be at Manchester Pride, please give us a holler. And we shall see you there. Bye! You don't love me. But before we finish oh, off... Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> um, before we finish off, um, also, if you would like to be a sponsor, we have um, uh, scope for that. Please do get in touch and pay me, bitch. Um, and I'm a, next week's podcast, uh, am I right in thinking that we're going to have a special guest? Maybe we'll see. <laughs> yeah, if everyone behaves, then we will. <laughs> you can't just say shit like that. Yeah, you can. You have to tickle well, the audience. But we don't know if it's going to happen. You have to tickle and tease we them. We don't know what's going to happen. Exactly. So, okay, next week... You're deleting that bit. Next week, we potentially may have a guest. But was, I'm sad now. So if we're not going to have a guest, we're not going to have a guest. We're in the podcast. That's fine. Okay, so end it on a happy note, babe. Yeah, can you, you cut t- that bit off, thanks. Okay, well, we'll do
I'm not gonna. You are tell me you. something good that's in your life. No, this is getting the Oscar music ready. No, the little bitch face. Tell me what makes you happy in life. Not you. Oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry. We've run out of time. Thank you. Bye. You're still a motherfucking <laughs> bastard.